more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, we've got Kelsey Campbell here for Jack and Matt. It's the podcast after the broadcast. And you know what? The show is so good uh, today, I think I might even listen to this podcast. So I'm saying hello to myself. Is that strange? Way to vouch for yourself. What is that called? Like no, uh, I think that's, self-obsession? Uh, no, hubris? Inception. Inception. When you talk to yourself and you're listening to the podcast. So I don't know. you're comparing Insanity? yourself to Leonardo DiCaprio if you now. Keep look, yeah, if you look in a mirror that's looking in a mirror, it just goes on and on and on. So if okay. you talk to yourself in a podcast. Am I Ellen Page? Sure. All right. Whatever that is. I'll take it. Whatever that is. We're going to find out exactly what uh, what married people do faster than unmarried people. We're going to talk about your pets on this Love Your Pet Day. We're also uh, going to talk Oscars with the Oscars coming up. We're actually going to talk to the one and only Oscar that really matters in Edmonton, and you're not going to want to miss that as well. Some random Oscar. He mm-hmm. was a exceptional Oscar, and it's worth a listen. Just a gem. What about... Um, yeah, if weirder what Wednesday and the fact that there was a, a female that reached out and said her dad keeps setting her up with people that he works with. And I would say that it was about 75% weird. Would you say? No, it's just weird. Okay. Yeah. You're saying, okay. I'm talking about the votes though. If you're, I want to get down to the oh, core Oh yes. If we're talking about other people, sorry, those yeah, were yeah, my yeah. personal feelings. <laughs> okay. Would you, like the guy's super hot, personable. You met him a few times, normal dude. Your dad says, Hey, he wants to go on a date with you. Would you do it? Mm, yeah, I guess it depends on the situation. Okay. But so, I wouldn't want it if my dad, like, headhunted a guy for me, said, I want you to date my daughter, and then I'm like, who is this guy? No. Mm. And my dad has terrible taste in men. Does he like Travis? Yes. Your husband? No, but was... I picked him myself. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to talk. We're going to let you uh, chime in on that. It's all coming up. It's a good one today. Uh, again, I'm just saying hi to myself, which is weird. But Hi, hi future Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, make sure to top up the windshield washer fluid. Uh, the roads are wet and messy right now, warming up to minus three today with flurries throughout the day, wrapping up early evening. Right now in Edmonton, it's minus six. The Pro Pipeline truck convoy made it to Parliament Hill in Ottawa yesterday morning, and a second day of protests will continue today. The convoy left Red Deer last Thursday. During the extended extreme cold, we were celebrating the impact it could have on the pine beetle population here in Alberta. Now there's some more good news out of the states. Apparently the polar vortex may have killed, and this is a quote from the research, 95% of the stink pugs that didn't find shelter. Mm, The stink bugs. They're worse than the pine beetles? Well, they're just gross. Yeah. What's a stink bug look like even? It's a little brown bug. And you don't even, I think a lot of people think you have to step on it or squish it for it to stink. But actually when it panics, it lets off that awful smell. Okay. It's like Matt then. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Don't make me panic. Okay. McDavid was a last minute scratch last night. He's out with the flu. So now we are trying to find who to blame. It must've been a fan at West Edmonton Mall that gave it to him on Monday during their autograph signing. Mm. The Oilers went on to lose to the Arizona Coyotes 3-2 in a shootout last night. Yesterday, we shared Miranda Lambert's wedding news, and now some ugly truths are coming out. Her new husband, a 24-year-old New York police sergeant, Brendan McLaughlin, cheated on his fiance and got another woman pregnant, then left both of them for Miranda. <laughs> I mean, that's a, the exact plot of Usher's Confessions. Is it? The, uh, the song? Okay. But he's not Usher. All right. No. So... Not as cool. <laughs> Not as cool. It's also real life. Mm-hmm. I'm Kelsey Campbell. That's what you need to know.
Usher wrote that song because it was real life, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Fun fact. We're not going to ask anything about that with the too early for a question question, but we want you to be with us tonight at Cook County Saloon with Aaron Goodman. It's going to be a great show, and all you got to be is the first person to answer the question this morning. It's an interesting one this morning, and um, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there, but here's the, here's the question. According to researchers, being married makes you faster at this. Dying. Wow. It's, that was too quick of an answer. It's not dying, but anyway. Oh, sweet, sweet death. Night kiss. <laughs> 780-421-103. Is that also an Usher video? No. All right. 780-421-1039. According to researchers, being married makes you faster at this. What is this this morning? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Minus seven in the city right now, and uh, that's pretty much where it's going to stay. Much warmer than it was, but as uh, Kelsey's mentioned, it's windshield washer fluid time. It was sloppy yesterday on the roads. Yes, man. it's gross out there. Uh huh. All right, you're too early for a question. Question this morning. All right, Nancy, you get the first shot at it. Uh, apparently, being married makes you faster at this. What is this at seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine? Driving home from work. Driving home from work. Interesting. Get home to the dove. That's right. You know what? It's not driving. That's driving, interesting. It's not though. driving home. It's not driving, but you're you're uh, well, you're you're in the right ballpark. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, thanks Nancy. All right. What do you think? Uh, marriage makes you faster at? Uh, I think it makes you faster at falling asleep. Falling asleep. You're, Aww, you're that's more really content. Sweet. Or you just want to get away from them quicker. No, that's Matt. Matt, stop it. <laughs> I'm being a realist. Call your wife right now and apologize. I love her very much. <laughs> it's not falling asleep faster, but that's another great guess. Thank you. Hey, Lowell, what do you think being married makes you faster at? Is it apologizing? Apologizing. Yeah, I thought it was saying I'm sorry. Let's get the woman opinion in the room. Do you think it's apologizing? Do you Are you faster to apologize once you're married? I think you learn, you, you fight faster, <laughs> you argue faster when you're married, and then you apologize faster when you're married. You get over it faster. You know what, Lowell? That's a great guess, but it's not the one we're looking for. Thanks, buddy. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Brain calisthenics, stretching, warming up. You don't want to pull your brain groin. No, yeah. Very important muscle to protect. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Uh, Brandon's on the line right now. Brandon, what do you think? Uh, apparently, according to researchers, the married people do this faster than unmarried people. Uh, is it walking? Whoa. Walking? You think you actually walk faster uh, once you get married? Oh, yeah. Following my wife around the mall. <laughs> <laughs> With just sweating, full-out sprint. She's trying to lose you, but... Yeah. <laughs> Hey, yeah, that's probably exactly it. Hey, con- congratulations. Hey, researchers say that you actually walk considerably faster. It's like, uh, I'm going to get the exact stat because it's kind of funny. Guys walk three to four inches faster per second, and women walk two to three inches faster than uh, unmarried women. Uh, well, yeah, they are trying to get away from us. Does it compound with every marriage? Like, oh, I see. Like, so I, I get married ten times, I'm like the flash? You're like the same boy. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I don't know about that, Matt, but I do know that Brandon is coming uh, to Cook County Saloon tonight with Aaron Goodwin. It's the invitation-only party, and you're going to be there with us, my friend. Awesome. Are you bringing your wife? Uh, absolutely. She'll be the one way ahead of you. <laughs> Let's continue the subject. Fill in the blank. Being married makes me better at what? We've got Dan Davidson tickets we're going to randomly give people because we haven't given those away for the last couple of days. Being married makes me better at what? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Just in your own opinion, being married makes you better at... Listening. <laughs> Giving constructive feedback. 
Okay. Yeah, those two actually go. Yeah. Yeah, and together. usually from the male and female perspective. <laughs> All right, what about you? Being married makes me better at blank. Uh, 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thanks to the Too Early for a Question question. We found out that uh, researchers have proven that married people just walk faster than unmarried people. So we're asking in your own opinion, uh, marriage makes you better at what? Fill in the blank this morning. Tiffany says multitasking and patience. Oh, yes. Kelsey said being married makes me a better, calmer person. Mm. That's good. You're with the right guy then Mm -hmm. or girl. Uh, Is it gaining weight? (laughs) Said someone from North Balford. And being married makes you better at indecision. At indecision. Okay. Ironically, what about you? What's marriage making you better at? Knowing when I'm wrong. Knowing when you're wrong. That's good. You're learning. (laughs) Yeah. I used to think I wasn't wrong a lot. Yeah. How things have changed. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize uh, I was wrong so often, but uh, apparently, you know, I needed to. Okay. My wife to figure it out for me. Oh, we must be married to the same person. <laughs> All three of us. This mystery woman. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Found out thanks to the too early for a question. Question: Married people talk uh, walk faster. Maybe they talk faster too, but they definitely walk faster. Researchers have proven that for whatever reason. I guess they're always on the go. I don't know. It's I, I don't know the the reason behind it, but they say married people, as soon as you get married, you just start walking faster. And I think if you put married people with kids, you'd probably walk even faster. Oh, yeah. You have way really? more to pack into your day. Oh, really? I guess. Well, I don't know. Oh, you, After the kids slow you down. You don't, have start a, walking? you don't have a walker yet. You'll see. Once you start chasing that oh, guy okay. around, you'll, but you'll when have... you And when you have nap time, you are moving. You're yeah. getting everything done that you possibly can. That you gotta get her done. So anyway, we're asking now, well, what do you think marriage makes you better at? Yes, Nancy? Just so you guys know, marriage makes all of us women better at forgiveness. You guys should all know that you're always wrong. Yes. Yes. Right? I'm uh-huh. sorry. And we're so I understanding know. about it. Exactly. Things you know. Mm-hmm. This is the one thing with the difference between men and women a little bit. Men are quick to say sorry because they just want to get over the situation. Yeah. Women want to talk it out. Yeah. Well, yeah you, we you know that just, you just want to get it over with. Yeah. Yeah, you guys just don't want to deal with it. No. No, we You're don't. You're right. We don't. We don't. Right. Let's talk about this. Let's dig in a Wait. little bit. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah, are you two? I, I I haven't heard a word you two have said. Like seriously, oh, I get this noise in my head, like tinnitus. <laughs> See, this is hurtful. Can I tell you about how this makes me feel? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. National Love Your Pet Day, and sometimes your pets are easy to love, and other times they're not as easy to love. Uh, you have a house guest right now, Christopher. We're watching a little puppy for uh, for my nephew, and uh, he's adorable. He's awesome. He is, but there's like there's six of him around the house. It's unbelievable how fast that dog can get around. And he wants to chew with his little piranha teeth. If he can't <laughs> chew you, he wants to chew the floor mat. He wants to chew the the cords from the television. He wants to chew anything he can possibly chew. It's, it's unbelievable. Preparing you to become a grandfather. Oh my gosh! I tell you what. Anyway, but they, he is adorable, and it is, it is what it is. Our Lacey didn't destroy a whole lot of things. Sometimes when we wouldn't come home, like we'd stay out late or whatever, she'd kind of uh, usually like chew on her dog bed to kind of show us. It was like I felt like she was like teaching us a lesson, like, hey, don't leave me home this long. You this know? dog bed? See that? Yeah. That's you. <laughs> exactly. But she didn't destroy a whole lot of things. But our question this morning is not even necessarily a dog. Typical dogs are the the, the biggest uh, violators of this. But you know, what has your pet destroyed? What is the biggest thing they ever destroyed? You got something, Kelsey? 
Yeah, first day of bringing our puppy home, uh, she chewed a hole perfectly in the middle of our very first stair. Mm. So when you walk in, the first thing you see is this gaping hole, and I'm going to have to recarpet the entire set of stairs. And like, now. how do they do that? They're not a beaver, but it just those teeth. Like they the they just chew and chew yeah, and chew and chew. Chewed a hole straight into the middle of the carpet, yeah. and you can see the floorboard underneath. And it's so frustrating because there's no real way to cover it up. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> that is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about you, Nancy? I came home one day to find my little tiny multi Shih Tzu had destroyed three sets of metal blinds he was trying to get out. Yes. Oof. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like metal blinds, eh? Metal blinds. I completely destroyed them. Like metal blinds, a little Maltese, like a little dog like that, metal blinds. And I'm sure we're going to hear the stories about the kennel. Mm. The kennel often gets destroyed. We have uh, family friends who just got a wiener dog. Yeah. And they have a fabric kennel for it. Okay. It took it about three seconds to bust out of that <laughs> Fabric kennel? Like, you, you like like a carrier bag. This thing's oh, tiny, right? okay. Got and it chewed out of that. And then, threw it. And then decided, you know what, I'm not going to leave the carrier alone. Uh, got out and then just chewed it to shreds. Yeah, yeah. Once well, he got angry at well, it. Once he got out of Alcatraz, then he chewed it into pieces. Okay. 780-421-1039. Uh, you can also text us at 103939. What is your pet destroyed on this National Love Your Pet Day? Oh, and coming up in moments, I don't know if it's destroyed, but, well, you're not going to believe how much raw food one animal ate. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. National Love Your Pet Day. Yeah, sometimes uh, they're easier to love than others. Like when they destroy something, we were talking about things that your uh, animals have eaten raw. What was it? Six pounds of what? My, I had a lab that ate six pounds of uncooked bone-in chicken breast. was supposed to be dinner for eight. The dog was fine. Very full, but fine. <laughs> Yes. Canda said, our poppy chewed my wedding shoes along with six other pairs of shoes within two weeks. This honestly just amazes me, the work some of these guys can do. This text says, I have two absolutely useless pit bulls. My one dog would destroy my bedding, feathers from one end of the house to the other, and my other one ate all of the baseboards, stairs, and put a hole in the wall in my brand new house. 19 sets of bedding, 14 pillows. (laughs) Come on. Ultimately destroyed my house. At some point. You just closed the door. (laughs) (laughs) Throw away the key. You're not going back in. Matt said his German Shepherd puppy ate an entire pound of butter, pulled off the motorhome counter. Let's just say there was a lot of mess afterwards. Valdez. Oh, yes. Here's Jason Aldean. This is Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, on this National Love Your Pet Day, Jordan. Uh, You guys are talking about animals that like to eat things they're not supposed to. Yeah. My lab likes to eat tennis balls hole yes <laughs> and you know the only way to get a tennis ball out hole is <laughs> the doctor yeah. with a racket yeah <laughs> uh, you, I, sometimes i'd like to use a racket yeah oh man how does he it's swallow open. it is he like a snake and unhinges his jaw <laughs> we we quite haven't figured it out yet we've got video of the last tennis ball coming out and it's bigger than like an average size tennis ball yeah oh Wow. You, you know what? You better not ever get into playing pickleball because that could be way worse. Oh, yeah. The next ball of swallows is the last ball of swallows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made your bed, dog. Now you got to sleep in it. <laughs> we, put a, we put a cap on $4,000 worth of surgery. Yeah. $1,000 a tennis ball. That's a lot of balls. Yeah, that's a lot of balls. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
National Love Your Pet Day, and sometimes they're easier to love than others. You know when they're sleeping and they're just so adorable and they got their paws over their eyes when they're sleeping? Oh, and, yeah. Or they're dreaming and they're yeah. doing the run in their sleep. There's yeah. nothing cuter. No, but boy, when you come home sometimes and they've decided to destroy the house, um, that's when they're harder to love, and we're getting some crazy stories about that kind of stuff this morning. <laughs> Okay, this person had a great Pyrenees shepherd named Spartacus. Big dog. Awesome name. Mm -hmm. And when Spartacus was a puppy, he chewed all of my dad's cords on a snowblower, chewed apart mine and my nephew's bike seats, chewed my dad's lattice fence, and all of his water buckets. Well done. And another listener said, seven years ago when I moved in with my boyfriend, now husband, his cat went into the room where some of my stuff was stored, sprayed urine on all of my clothes and books. Mm. I still to this day, I'm not a fan of that cat. No kidding. Not sure a cat is a fan of you either. You came into her territory. Yeah. So, hey, cat's territory, man. (laughs) 780-421-1039 is always the number to call. We had a dog for 20 some years and we got him quite young. And he had slight anxiety. We adopted him from the SPCA. Right. And he chewed the bathroom door off its hinges. I'm not shitting you. He was only a Jack Russell Terrier. (laughs) (laughs) He locked himself in there, couldn't get out, so continued to chew the bottom of the door, trying to get out. By the time we got home, we had a door to fix. And then he got out of the house constantly because he was so in love with me. We had him 18 years. Wow. A little Shawshank Redemption just needed to escape. <laughs> yeah. Too bad he locked himself in. <laughs> it was quite funny, though. Dogs weren't meant to be caged. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, uh, Blake Shelton. I'm sure there's a lot of people going, I wonder what Bla- Blake thinks about his ex-wife and her uh, hopping back into a relationship after just a couple of months. I'm sure he's got a take that we'll never get, but he's got a take. Sure. I bet you saw the headline and laughed and That's laughed just him. and laughed. Him and Gwen are having a time with this one. Yeah, exactly. It's a 710 is mentioned. Uh, thanks for listening. 8.30 this morning. Don't blow it for everyone. Your chance to uh, see a little big town this Sunday at Rogers Place. going to be an incredible show. We've got Aaron Goodwin tonight at Cook County Saloon, which is going to be real awesome we're looking forward to that is it weird or what we got a a text message again Uh, basically the question is um, dad is trying to set up his daughter with guys he works with you know he's tired of her being single i guess and she's just like she's gone on a couple of dates reluctantly and they've been awful so she's going is this weird or what that my dad is trying to set me up with guys he works with this listener says, no, I don't think it's weird. My now fiance's mom introduced me to him while I was doing my practicum with her. It was great because I was already mother approved before I even met the guy. We've now been together for four and a half years and we're engaged. There you go. Okay. Uh, 780-421-1039. We'd love to hear your take. Weird or what, Sandy? It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to date people at work? Nope. Well, your dad's work. <laughs> My dad's work. Yeah, yeah, like that's even weirder, hey? It's that's strange even that you're, weirder. Yes. your father so, would know them intimately before you would. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think he knows them intimately. <laughs> well, as well, people. Not, not, I'd not, hope not. Not like that, but yeah. <laughs> but you're saying, hey, dad, you know what? I'll find my own guy. Don't worry about your guys at work. Yeah, no. That's your take? I, I mean, unless unless it's somebody really, really, I don't know, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> After one or two tries, give up. I know what it's. <laughs> I know what it's like. I mean, so we just want to make sure our daughters make the right choice. Well, yeah, but but we can do that too. They're not usually going <laughs> to listen to their dad's choices. Well, you got eighteen years to make sure she makes the right choice. That's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. No, I wouldn't like my dad doing that. No. <laughs>
Chris, Jack, and Matt. Call us 780-421-1039. Kissing Country 103.9. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Weird or what Wednesday, we've got a young lady who uh, wonders if it's weird that her dad keeps trying to set her up with guys he works with. There's some dads that say, I know the guys I work with. No way, Jose. But again, this dad must, yeah, must trust these guys, I I guess. I pose a question to you, Chris. Not this would ever happen. I'm happily married and Bailey has a boyfriend. Would you allow me to date your daughter? (laughs) Your face says it all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or yeah, no, I, I would have. No, uh, you're good. You're a good guy. Yeah, you're a good guy. You would treat you would treat my daughter well. So you're that's a, good a guy. no. You're good. No, <laughs> you've got a great personality. Oh, well, thank you. All right, no problem. Anyway, we're asking if it's weird or what. <laughs> Brittany says I don't think it's weird at all. My dad didn't introduce us, but he helped me get a part time job at his work during my grade twelve year. I met my now fiance working there. We've been together six years now, and she said I'm lucky because it made introducing him to my crazy family that much easier. He'd already got my dad's approval. Yeah, exactly. Dad, here's the guy you work with. You like him. This is all going to be good, right? Pre-vetted. There you go. <laughs> Pre-vetted. Love it. Hey, still to come, we're going to talk about, uh, well, Connor McDavid. Did you hear what happened last night and why he didn't play and why everybody in the city is all up in arms? We'll get to that in moments. Here's a Kip Moore. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good girl, there's Dustin Lynch kissing in the morning with uh, Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Kelsey's here for Jack and doing a great job. One final text, if you're just tuning in, basically we had Alyssa text us and say it's weird or what Wednesday. So she was asking the question, is it weird her dad's trying to set her up with guys he works with? And she thinks it's completely weird, but we're looking for your take. Kara said, when I was younger, my dad tried to set me up with some guys from work. I declined and told them to stop. But now, maybe I should have listened because my own choices ended up not being so good. Looking back, I know that my dad was doing it to try to look after me. He would tell me they have a good job and a pension. (laughs) Sometimes I regret not trying to see that. This is why I always bring my financial statements to any dates. Financial statements? Just being totally honest (laughs) up front. You're not getting rich off that. I would never get a second. There's no such thing as pensions in radio. Nope. Anyway, there you go. Kara says dad might have been right. Here's Dallas Smith on Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It happened last night. I was getting set to go out on, down on the treadmill and do a little bit of whatever I do on there just before the hockey game, and my son yelled down, Dad! And I'm like, yeah. He says, McDavid's not playing. Oh. The worst thing you ever want to hear when you're an Edmonton Oilers fan. McDavid's not playing. I'm like, what? He's sick. He's been traded. He, no, that, well, yeah, that, <laughs> way that would be way worse. Yeah, take that back. But anyway, I'm like, oh, no. And so, uh, you know, we reel, the, the team reels, because I guess it happened uh, um, close to, to to puck drop. And so they said, yeah, Connor can't play. And the night, day before, they had this huge order autograph session at West Edmonton Mall. Thousands of people came out. People started to try to line up to see Connor at 2.30 in the morning. And so when you saw him there, his hair was kind of standing up in the back. And and uh, to be fair, Connor McDavid's an unbelievable hockey player, but he's um, not exactly the most expressive person when he's not playing. Pretty reserved. Pretty he's reserved. Had lot, he's had the media follow him for years and years and years. Exactly. And he's had to deal with them. No exactly. highs, no lows. So you don't know, but then you're like, oh man, Connor d- d- doesn't look like he's really too jazzed to be there. Well, no wonder. It sounds like maybe he was 
not kind feeling of great. Not feeling and he the had best. missed the skills competition right. like a month ago. Right. So there's no way, I, I think, that the, if he'd have missed the skills competition when they filled up Roger's place to, uh, let's face it, basically watch him. And then uh, this autograph session thing, I mean, there were, all the orders were there and everybody got to sign, you know, everybody got to sign, everybody was thrilled. But the, the big story was Connor McDavid. If he would have pulled the pin on that, it just wouldn't have been great. So he, he probably fought through not feeling the best. Shook a hundred man of the people. Shook he is a man of the people. Did what he had to do. He spent five hours there. Shook a bunch of hands, but they showed. I mean, they were showing now on the the, the telecast last night. Everybody had the, he was using a lot of hand sanitizer. He'd see you coming, and he'd like three pump it. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many pumps would he do if he saw you coming, Matt? Start drinking. Like you just like you you would be like you know how you are, right? Your nose. I get is a fist pump, Howie Mandel style. <laughs> Or, or the nod from a distance, yeah. he just holds his arm out. He would out. come near you. But he sucked it up, and then he didn't play last night. The Oilers lost an OT, and uh, they would have probably won the game if he would have played. Probably. And, uh, I don't know if it's really going to matter. They're, they're a ways back now in the standings, so it is what it is. But uh, We just want Connor healthy. Yeah. That's all I pray for. Yeah. He would play if he was feeling good. So, so the question was, when have you ever sucked it up, you know, like Connor? And uh, just decided uh, to to go and the, the autograph session was probably something that he probably wasn't shouldn't have done, but he sucked it up and did it anyway. Have you ever done that? Like, and and has it gone completely wrong? They say you should not bring the viruses into work, right? There's always that pressure, though. Yeah. Uh, you know you shouldn't, or you hate that person in your office who always comes to work sick. Yeah. But then when it's your turn, you're like, I don't want to let everyone down, or I've got a presentation today, so you're horking and snotting all over the place. Yeah. Matt witnessed it with me. <laughs> Just before oh Christmas. my goodness! Yeah, yeah, we had this giant meeting, and we had something very important happening afterwards. Yeah, and Chris is really, literally chundering in the bathroom. <laughs> he comes out and like, okay, let's do the meeting. And then Jack next to me, she's like, oh, I'm so sick. And I'm like, stop coming work. <laughs> I, but in my defense, I didn't get sick till I got to work. Oh, I, thanks. I, I, no, but I didn't know. It's true. Like, so you, why'd you come to work? I was fine. And then I wasn't fine. It and just then, hit you. And then you just have no choice. You got to suck it up. So there you go. Work's a big one. Yeah. I had perforated my eardrum and had to be off work because I was on so many painkillers. Right. And it was my friend's 30th birthday and she didn't have a lot of people coming. Mm. So I felt obligated to go. And we went to a very loud bar with very loud music. And I stood in the corner holding my ears crying. But I wanted to be there for her. You're that weirdo with the earmuffs on. <laughs> and that's nice. But, but, but that, that was one of those times where shouldn't have gone out, but wanted to be a pal. But you missed work. But did you miss work like that day and then still went to the party or no? It was on the, yeah, it was on the weekend. But, but still, yes. not that I'm, yeah, doing a great Oh, great. So now you're, you're going to look no, back no, no. at my sick days. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, but I get it. Like, yeah, your friend was counting on you. So you had to suck it up. Uh, what about you? 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. What is that time you just absolutely played hurt because you just didn't see a choice and maybe now looking back you probably should have taken the other option <laughs> Ooh, there's nothing worse than being sick out of town yeah. I, and like <laughs> there's no like calling in sick if you're working out of town that happened to me yeah so i had to go to work found i had strep throat but i worked through it that's the only thing i've ever worked through congratulations <laughs> makes Thank sense you. yeah yeah there'll be a disney movie about that you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast well, I'm no doctor, but I'm pretty much positive Connor McDavid did not get the flu after going to the autograph session, and then like less than 24 hours later, he was sicker than a dog and couldn't play hockey. He probably had it first, and I think he sucked it up for the autograph session, which was uh, awesome for all the people that got to see him. And and Matt's like, you'd be honored to get the McFlu. You, you, yeah, I'd be like Connor, no, 
Put the sanitizer down. I think he was trying to do us a solid, but he's kind of a monster. Like, he spread the the flu flag through Edmonton. I don't want to say a lot of bad things about Nick Savior, yeah. but that was kind of a greasy move. 400 people. Yeah. He handing them sick cards all day. And now it's in their house. Get an autograph and a flu shot. The Mc, no. Mick flu is a thing. Come on. No, now. he was using hand sanitizer and seriously. He was doing what he could. The last thing he wanted to do was give everybody the flu, but Maybe I mean, the last thing he wanted game. to do is disappoint everybody. We're asking when you've ever played hurt like that. This is a really good point. This listener says it's incredibly difficult to call into work sick, uh, even in my line of work. I'm a nurse, and it always oh, hurts yes. having to call in sick because you know that somebody else, not just your colleagues, but your patients are depending on you to show up. Always a tough call between am I too sick or am I not sick enough? And another listener says, I was working a really crappy retail job at the time. I was extremely sick, called into my boss saying I couldn't come in. She told me, that wasn't an option. I was training people on cash that day. So I took the blankets from behind the tills, made a bed, and laid down while teaching five people how to use the till. My boss was fine with it as long as I didn't fall asleep. As long as you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> just keep training. There you go. Weeks. Brutal. Being sick is not an option today. Yeah, here's Old Dominion, Kiss and Country, 103.9. You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Oilers uh, lost in a shootout last night. Uh, they scored with like 11 seconds left in the game. It was actually pretty exciting. Matt, you missed the, you didn't watch the third period. That was actually the only period to watch. It was really, really quite good. I guess it just took you to turn it off for them to turn it on, so to speak. I uh, went to bed. Yeah. Sorry, Oilers. I Cop love out. them, but I have a baby. All right. Exactly. And Connor McDavid was in in bed too, I think, with the flu. He wasn't feeling well. And uh, the day before, he did the autograph session at West Edmonton Mall. Convinced, I am anyway, that he had the flu there, but he sucked it up and uh, signed all the autographs. People were lining up for hours and hours and hours, and it just it would have been just devastating to disappoint him. So we're looking for those stories where you sucked it up in your world. I was really sick with a fever of 112 and just did not want to go on the magic bus with my boyfriend at the time to go skiing. Oh, the skiing his trip. Daughter. Yes. And he bullied me into going. He goes, I bought the tickets. You can't. You can't back out now. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He's like, no, you have to go. Yeah. I bought these tickets. I paid for them. You have to go. So I'm like, oh, my God. And I was drugged up to the nines. And we went on the magic bus in the morning. And he proposed to me on the hill. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why he said you had to I, go. Yeah, I, I, I said yes, but I, I don't know if it was under coercion. Yeah, um, no <laughs> kidding. You're so drugged up, you don't know who you are. The roofie is fiance. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The Oscars are coming up on Sunday, and we thought, you know what we would do? We'd try to actually get a hold of Oscar and find out what his picks were for the big... Uh, the big awards coming up on Sunday. It makes complete sense just to us. Just do name Oscar. The great thing about uh, Google is you can Google yellow pages and you can just ask for the name Oscar. And holy cow, is there ever a lot of Oscars in the phone book for Edmonton? The challenge is not a lot of them want to actually answer their phone this time of the morning. But uh, let's give this one a shot and see what happens. Let's see if we can get a hold of the one and only Oscar. Hello. Oscar. Yes. It's Chris Jack and Matt. Uh, sorry. It's Chris Kelsey and Matt from uh, Kissing Country. How are you this morning? I am so good. How are you? Good. We actually have called quite a few Oscars, and you're the first one that picked up the phone, so you're award-winning, my friend. Well, more people should phone me. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you're just waiting at the phone. <laughs> all right. I well, wait here all day. Nobody phones me. Oh, my gosh. That's not, that, that stinks. Well, well, thank you for taking our call. You know, your big award show is coming up this weekend, of course. They named it after you. Are you familiar, are you familiar with the Oscars? Yes, and... 
Not enough people ask me my opinion on things either. So I've got a lot of things to say. Well, let's get down to it then, if you're willing to, to talk to us about this. Uh, lead actresses in a, in a movie, as far as Oscars go. What do you think about that, Oscar? I don't know who's in there. <laughs> Did Winona Ryder act in anything? No. I think no. she might be going to prison. Is that still a thing? <laughs> she, she should win a bunch, a bunch of them. No, there's no Winona Riders in here. No, no. But I wonder if your grandson would like Yazilta Aperchio in Roma. I don't even know. Like, I, I don't Is even it, know. Was that a name? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. It's, you're not selling this, Chris. Okay, well, Glenn, you're, Oscar, you got to be familiar with Glenn Close. She's got to be close to the same age as you. She's up for it. Glenn Close? Yeah. Is that a woman? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. That sounds more like a woman. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Close sounds like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. No, yeah, it's Glenn Close. Always be closing, Oscar. Okay, okay. This one sounds like a woman. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. I remember seeing Lady Gaga dressed in a lot of meat once. You do, eh? The meat dress. <laughs> yes. She, she had a lot of meat on. Is that what she's nominated for? Not for the meat dress. No, no. She's actually for The Star is Born. I'm assuming you never saw that. The Star that. is Born from 1950. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. They remade it, Oscar. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Melissa McCarthy. She's awesome. She, she had a great uh, role in Can You Ever Forgive Me? Mel Melissa McCarthy is the only one I know. And? She's very funny. Well, oh. I think we know your pick. <laughs> there you go. So you're saying it's going to be Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Are you going to watch the show, Oscar? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll call you tomorrow with the best actors. You, you phone me back. You tell me. Okay. All right. We'll call, but same time tomorrow. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, Oscar. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.